you know him by name, you have asked for him by name, and with it being 49ers and Eagles, how could we not bring in Joe Howie Roseman Fortenbaugh for a conversation about all that is going on in that game around the weekend and going on with Joe himself? How are you, brother? We miss you. Uh, I am delighted. I am delighted to be here. I always love the opportunity to catch up with you. Um, I hadn't even thought of the fact that we'd be talking because it was Niners Eagles week. Like I look at you as family. I know you see me the same way. So you said that I'm like, Oh shit. We're probably talking about that Eagle game, which don't worry. I've been talking about quite a bit this week already. I mean, everyone has, it's the game of the year. It's the one game that I think both fan bases circled before they circled any other game on the calendar. And it's a monster. And what I really hope, Joe, is we got a fair fight. We got teams with relative health, as healthy as you can be this deep into a football season anyways. I know the Eagles might be a little bit banged up. Maybe that's an advantage for the Niners. Uh, I know that the Niners had a few days extra to prepare because they played on Thanksgiving. Maybe that's a little bit of an advantage. What I couldn't believe, brother, it was the line on this thing. Like, yeah. I, I I normally don't guess a line wrong by a full touchdown, but that's <laughs> where I was on this. Explain to me, our Mr. Gambling Overlord, why this line came out like this. Yeah, Mr. Gambling Overlord, who missed on every single bet in the Cowboys-Seahawks game last night. I mean, I had stuff that was declared a loser Midway through the second quarter. I didn't even need to take it the full four quarters last night. I had so many busted picks. So here's what happened with this game, right? There's what's called the look-ahead line here in Vegas. Uh, Wednesday of this week, you can get point spreads for next week's games, the games that are 11 days out, right? So on that look-ahead line, the Eagles were minus one and a half. Seems about right. Like, you're not going to lay the full three against the Niners because that's a legitimate team coming to town. Very good football team. But the Eagles are going to be favored there at home. Niners play, play well on Thursday. Eagles play Sunday. Line comes back out, pick them. Okay, that makes sense. And then it's nothing from that point forward. Nothing but Niners money, taking it all the way up to the key number of three. Um, so the two reasons for the move, one, the money, obviously. But it's the situation that favors San Francisco. And this is not an excuse. i just trying to explain something. The Niners are going to have 10 days of rest against the team that played a Monday nighter at Arrowhead and then immediately played a Buffalo team that went overtime. I believe there were 92 snaps in that game, the most any teams played all year. So that gives you an idea of why San Francisco is getting backed here. Not an excuse by any stretch. I know the haters will claim that's what it is. I mean, quietly, I'm betting San Francisco. I played him at less than a field goal, but that's why we're seeing what we're seeing right now. Uh, number one, I'm a little surprised by that because look, you're giving me points for a team that hasn't lost at home and is 10 and one. Like it, that, like to me, that's where the, that's where the, oh, in Vegas gotcha because they knew you were going to think like that. And that's why you fell into it. And even though I'm sitting here breaking down how good the Niners are for the last, you know, since, since training camp, I'm going to talk myself into something else because it just looks too juicy. And yeah. this is why people come home without money when they go to Las Vegas. <laughs> that or they have friends like you coming to town that pop you for breakfast and before you know it you're driving home and you're already in the whole triple digits because we're getting after those mimosas but you know that'll happen when good friends get together but yeah i mean that's what we're seeing with this game philly's been great san francisco's been great i really hope these two are the ones that find their way to the nfc championship game i wanted to believe in detroit but after that egg they laid on thanksgiving beat it the defense isn't good enough 
And I know everyone thinks Dak and the Cowboys look great. They do, but they're beating up on nobodies. We asked them to play two real games this year. The Niners who killed them and the Eagles who beat them late. Like this Cowboys team is really good, but if you're going to be great, eventually you got to beat somebody. So look, Joe, I, I know you got a little bit of a, a busy afternoon. We don't have the, the window here that I thought we were going to have. You're a busy man and you're in demand. And I, I really mean this. <laughs> I'm so happy for you, dude. I mean, as someone who knew you all the way back when, when you were like new in town, just trying to figure oh, yeah. it out and wondering what was going to be out there for you to see what has come of you and the fact that ESPN has launched this ESPN bets essentially around you. Like, it's just awesome to watch, man. I mean, I know that I'm supposed to just to keep up appearances, bust your balls relentlessly at all time, but I can't even. <laughs> like, I'm so happy for you. I'm so proud of you. I really am. Thank you. It's been wild. You know, uh, it was three years ago, COVID, August 2020, when we moved down to Vegas. Uh, ESPN was launching the new studios in conjunction with the partnership with Caesars Palace. Caesars built those studios. So we've been working there for three years. Life's been good. You and the family came down to visit. You, you and I saw each other some other times. It was great. And then the new gambling deal got established where ESPN partnered up with Penn National. So when that deal happened, Caesars was out. Caesars naturally took back their studio space. And ESPN liked the idea of getting their people back under one roof in a building they own and control. So uh, the opportunity was there to move back. At the same time, the radio career was moving in a different direction. I had an opportunity to jump up with Chris Carlin, uh, noon to three Eastern. And that's something you and I had talked about. Like that's always been the goal is to get into that national lineup. So that ended up happening in conjunction. So we talked about long-term plans with the company. Everyone came to an agreement and uh, we decided we're going to be moving back. So I've been there a few times. I'm going to be leaving this week. The family's going to be joining me soon after. It's a pain in the ass trying to find a house there. Like the housing market is booming in rural Connecticut. So I don't know how I'm going to get that figured out, but uh, it's all a blessing, all a blessing. And thank you for the support and the advice along the way, the mentorship. I mean, you've always been the big brother here and I appreciate that. And now you're wearing vests. <laughs> I kept this on. The TV show just ended. I was like, I have to keep it on for Bruce. He'll love it. It looks good, man. It looks good. Let me tell you. So when you get to Bristol, you're going to quickly look around and you're going to find really not a lot to do here. Lake compounds during the summer with the kids. It's awesome. Yeah. Um, Vivaldi's pizza. That's what McBride and I ate at Vivaldi's pizza basically four times a week. And that's really good pizza. Don't be afraid of their chicken parm. Outside of that, you got to go to New York City or Boston, do anything. Hartford is the most disappointing major town in America to the point where you can't even be called major town. But you are going to be in that ESPN ecosphere like, like never before. And there's no doubt what's about to happen to your career. They're going to see that even though they're brought, they brought you in to be a gambling guy, that this sports guy who's crushing this afternoon show needs to now be on first take and all that stuff. And we're going to be calling you Stephen A. Fortenbaugh before yeah. it's said and done. <laughs> it's, um, it's wild being there. I was there a couple times this year already and you're walking around and I don't, I, I don't consider myself anything compared to what people there are. Like I've never been around the campus and all that stuff. And there's so many people you interact with that have talked with you in an IFB. So many people that recognize you, but you've never met any of them. So you're trying to make friends with like 300 people in a very short window. And here in Vegas, 
you know, the rules are a little loosey-goosey, right? We always had fun at the radio station as well. I, to get from radio to TV, I parked the car near TV, but I had a quick turnaround a couple days. So I would run from a radio outfit to the car, change into the suit out in the parking lot, and then run inside to get makeup done and get ready for the TV show. Not exactly uh, something that they're really excited about. See some guy getting half naked out in the parking lot in November in Connecticut. It's kind of like, we've got dressing rooms, pal. You can do that inside. Yeah. You know, you don't have to live outdoors anymore. We got a barn for you to move into pool or pond, maybe pond for you, you know, but uh, I'm really, I'm just, I'm so happy for you. I'm happy for Nikki. She being an East coast gal gets to be closer to her family. And, um, and, and, and look, I mean, Vegas is a fun town to visit. I don't know if it was a great place to raise kids, but you guys are seeming doing it well. I mean, Connecticut is a, a little, you know, oasis of raising your perfect little freaking kids. It really is. So th- from a family standpoint, yeah. it's going to be a good move for you guys. I-, I really, really know it. Now let's get to the important stuff. Yes. When fish plays the sphere, will you be coming back out to Las Vegas? Who's getting the seats? Who's getting the booze? Um, I'll pick up breakfast the, the day after that one. If you can get the seats and the booze to the sphere, which should be reasonably priced. All right. So first off, I'm allowed to swear on this, right? Fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Okay. I mean, what the fuck with this band and my timing in this town? So like I first moved here during COVID. So no one's doing anything right. The following Halloween fish comes in for four nights. The problem is like Thursday through Sunday, uh, Friday morning, I have to be up early for work. Saturday morning, I was up at like four to do sports center hits. Sunday morning, we had a show. And then Monday morning, I could have seen the show Sunday night, but it was trick or treat. And I'm not going to miss that for my kids. So I missed every show right down the street. Now they build this sphere, the traffic of which jammed me up the whole three years I've been here. Right. Just so they can open it and announce fucking fish is playing here the week I'm moving out of town. I just, my life has been very blessed. I just, those are the little areas where karma catches up to me. Just these little, you know, these things I shouldn't get too worked up about. So I got to find a way back. I'm happy to report Chris Carota, the unofficial fifth member of the band, the lighting guy. I'm in a fantasy football league with him this year. I'm hoping to continue to build that relationship up. We'll see what happens. I mean, I got the fish posters right here. They appear on Sports Center, first take. Like at some point, I'm thinking the band's got to see them and I got to be able to build this relationship, right? 100%. But here's the thing you should talk more Jets and Flyers because I know that that's where Trey's passions lie. So you work those in and around and, and see if it can all work out for us eventually. Um, again, Joe, you are a, a master of a gambling space and I figured. Since you just got all your didn't win out of the way on Thursday night, the pendulum is going to swing back. You're about to have a monster weekend. Help a few people pick up some free bucks on your way out. All right. So some college plays. Pac-12 championship tonight. I play under 66 and a half. Um, Washington offense, not the same that we saw when these two first met. And the total's pretty much the same. It's like 66 and a half. So I like the under there. Tomorrow... Texas is playing Oklahoma State in the Big 12 championship. You can bet on how many points Texas will score. Over, under 34 and a half. It's called a team total. Bet the over, all right? Texas is on the playoff bubble. 
but they're playing early before Georgia and Alabama, Michigan, Iowa, and Florida State, Louisville. They're looking for style points. They're going to want to run the score up here for style points. Exactly. So we bet the over on 34 and a half. I like the over 55 in Georgia, Alabama. Both defense is very good. Both defense is not the same as last year. There's opportunity to score there. So those are the college plays. In the pros, I'd lay the three and a half with the Rams over the Browns. That's the one that jumps out the most to me. Browns, everyone talks about the defense. At home, 10 points per game. On the road, 29 points per game. And Joe Flacco starting at quarterback. So that's the favorite play there. And like I said earlier, if it's less than three, I'm playing the Niners against the Eagles. Not an emotional hedge or anything like that. I just love the spot for San Francisco. They've been really good. Like when they were stumbling earlier this year, they do that every year under Shanahan. And I'm not counting the years where they were, you know, bad and injured. Even in their good seasons, they always have a block where they're just sloppy. And then they rise above and they go on a run. Usually it's more closer to the beginning of the year. The Super Bowl year, when we were both working together, uh, they had that loss to Atlanta late in the season when Shanahan, I think he didn't go for it on fourth. They kicked the field goal and then Matt Ryan went down the field and scored. That was the same day. Same day the Raiders played their last game at the Collie against Jacksonville, blew that game. And then Bumgarner uh, ended up getting released and went to Arizona. And all that happened in like one 24-hour stretch. I remember waking up Monday morning like this is a dream for sports talk radio. So that would be what I'd be looking at as well. The Niners long-winded way of saying less than three, I'd play them against the Eagles. Uh, as an Eagles fan, why do they win this game? As a worried Eagles fan, why would they lose it? If they win it, it's going to be because just once again, they find a way to hang tight right up until the end, and then they make one more play. That's what it's been. They're seven and one in one score games this season. The thing that makes them great, they have a very wide margin for error. A lot of teams don't have that. Detroit, you noticed on Thanksgiving. Defensively, they couldn't get stops. They turned the ball over. Too many mistakes. The Eagles have so much talent on both sides of the ball. They've also got an awesome kicker in Jake Elliott. They can make mistakes and then overcome them. But this is a team you can't make many of those mistakes against. They're too good. So if they can keep it tight late, they can find a way. But if the Niners get on them early like they might, forget about it. Because that's Kyle Shanahan's thing. When he's playing from in front with a lead, running the ball, that's where you're in big trouble. What kind of odds would you give on the Giants landing Shohei Otani? Zero. Why would you want to play there? First of all, like, could have told you from the beginning like I did, Kapler's not the guy. I don't know what that was about. And at some point, go out and spend some money. Who are you? You're the Giants. You're not the A's. Like all this nickel and diming and all this platooning. Like at some point, baseball, you got to have some balls. Anybody watch the Phillies? That's a lineup with dudes who've got balls. They just go out and they mash. I don't care if Kyle Schwarber strikes out 500 times. Guess what? He's going to hit a bunch of home runs in the playoffs when you need him to. Bryce Harper's going to hit home runs. Like, go sign some dudes and make that a baseball team again. The Giants have no dudes. That's the problem. If that makes any sense to anybody. ESPN Bets has one dude. His name is Joe Fortenbaugh. He is our dude. We thank you, Joe, for coming on in. Am I getting you out in time? You going to be all right? Yeah, I'm a little early here. How about you? How you doing? You're talking about all that pizza. You're looking svelte. No, not really. You got a nice little workout routine going? No, not at all. No, no. Just... (laughs) 
just less bloaty today than usual. Thank you for noticing. Uh, but yeah, things are good, man. As, as nuts of the year as it's been, as much as I'm looking forward to getting out of 23 and into 24, all things considered, the wife is happy, the kids are healthy, and that's all that really matters, man. And can I come into the sphere. Can I ask something? Yes. Uh, I know you did it. I haven't had a chance to go watch it yet. It is on my to-do list, believe it or not. It's on oh, my there it is. The, the news in the radio industry in the Bay Area, that's big news. What's the, uh, what's the big take from that? So, you know, look at it this way. Neither station can actually talk about it. And the video that I put up is already the most viewed video in the history of my tiny little YouTube channel over Stop. here. So, you know, when you can corner a market on a topic, go do that. There's my recommendation. Um, it's sad, Joe. I mean, look, you and I are always going to have that radio in our DNA. It's in our veins. And there's a whole generation of people who won't have it in their veins. But we're in a generation that do. What I hate about it most of all, beyond friends losing jobs, is that KNBR not having nighttime programming means there's no minor leagues anymore. There's no training ground for a generation of broadcasters, local stations eliminating evening programming and weekend programming means I don't know how anyone out there who wants to be a broadcaster gets into this. What, what reps do you get to develop the skills it takes to be in morning or afternoon or middays at some point? So it's just like I... I, I, look, radio didn't love me back, clearly, when it was all said and done, but I still mourn the death of an industry that I loved. And you're watching it happen slowly and in real time, and it's always going to hurt. Like, I'm always going to be bitter that it didn't end the way I wanted it to. And it just, it sucks to see it happen, because I know we both cared an awful lot about it. Oh, my God. And for how many people in that area follow those teams as closely as they do. Like I moved there with no experience in that market at all. I had only been covering football as well. So I really had to get back up on baseball and basketball. I was watching it, but not to a day-to-day -day talk about it for four hours sort of thing. And you get up there and you see what it was like with the Giants and the World Series runs. You see what it was like when the Raiders would even sense being good, how Raider Nation showed out, the Warrior Dynasty, which – Causation, correlation, I may have brought that to the Bay Area. I may not have. Who knows? But um, <laughs> Not Steph Curry. Joe Fortenbaugh did that. And both those both those stations play a huge role in, in getting the message out and getting the conversation out. And to just watch what's happened is staggering to me, considering how much is still there. Speaking of which, Bob Meyer is now a co-worker of mine. How about that? It's about time the two of you met at the table. It really is. No, that's, that's <laughs> awesome. Tell, tell Bobby I said hi. Yeah. And uh, tell the whole family I said hi. Tussle the boys' hair for me. And yeah. uh, have yourself a good one, Joe. Great catching up with you. I'm sure we're going to talk before the holidays. But yeah. formally and publicly, happy holidays. Merry Christmas to you and yours, man. To you as well. And especially to everybody in the comments. I've been trying to keep an eye on it. I recognize a lot of those names. For those of you who used to listen and watch and all that, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for all the kind words. It's always been a pleasure. Mr. Bruce, my favorite person in San Francisco. Love you, buddy. Thanks for having me on. The billions are in when Joe Fortenbaugh is in. Thank you very much, Joe. Keep up that vest life. It's a bold <laughs> choice. There's no going back once you go full vest. Thank you, brother. How do I get out of here? Do you kick me out? or No, I, this, I mean, you vanish just like that. And he's gone. Joe Fortenbaugh, the one and only. I, I really mean it. I, I met Joe when he was just a, a poor shoe cobbler, just wondering how to walk around in, in life and look at what he's done now.
He's on TV wearing vests, for Christ's sakes. I don't know if we can really pretend that that's a good look, but it's a choice. Thank you for making a third choice. So many of you. I mean, back here for a third time today, it started with 49ers Wake Up. It continued with the relaunch of Sports Phone. I'm taking it back, baby. And we give you a Fortinbaugh Friday. And I can't think of a better way to send you into a weekend than that. Uh, thanks to all of you for coming on back. Uh, Smiley Dan, I'm happy to report safe. Very, very safe. McFly JP saying just great to see Joe again. It's been a minute. And I'll tell you, he's he's one of the good ones. He's one of the good ones. No doubt about it. And I, I, I thank you all so very, very much for coming on back again today. And... I'm going to take a day or two. Well, actually, not. that's not true. I'm just going to be back at it on Sunday. But I'm, I'm, I'm not. No more videos tonight. I don't think I'm doing anything tomorrow. Need a day or two off. And then Sunday, 2 o'clock, 49ers, Eagles, postgame and Damon. I hope to see you there. Should be a hell of a game. And we'll have a hell of a postgame show. Win, lose, or draw. I can promise you that. In the meantime... Thank you very much for being here, being a part of this family, being a part of this community. It means a ton. And please do remember that sports don't build character. They reveal it.